Can the Sabres make one last run at Jacob Chikrin? You're locked on Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Jody Biasi on today's show at Sneaky Joe Sports to follow me on Twitter and at Locked On Sabres for the podcast account here on a game night. Sabres After Dark is back. One more stretch run here of Sabres After Dark, a West Coast road trip that begins on Monday night with the Los Angeles Kings. And, of course, we'll preview the game. I got my sneaky good bets for tonight's game against L.A. And one... Uh, King's note today in Sabres history coming up a little bit later on as well. Uh, maybe not the mo- most famous game you've ever seen for the Sabres, but a memorable one uh, for those that remember it. As that would make sense. Anyways, we'll get to all the Sabres and King stuff uh, a little bit later on. Quick apology for our Friday show with our prospect guests. Um, the audio was unsalvageable. Uh, put it out there anyway, so whatever you could have got from it. I hope you enjoyed that part, but we're going to take another run at it this week uh, on the show. So apologies for that. And also we are, uh, we're going to have Curtis on from uh, locked from charging Buffalo. So we were already going to have another prospect show anyway. So you might get a couple of those coming your way in the next couple of weeks. Um, So stay tuned to that for that Uh, YouTube channel, of course, locked on Sabre searches on YouTube. You can watch the show where you can comment and uh, like, and subscribe there as well. So, Before we get into the Sabres and Kings stuff, the weekend brought about uh, an acceleration in Jacob Chikrin trade rumors, a player we've talked about repeatedly on this show going back to the summer, even going back to last season. Arizona Coyotes defenseman Jacob Chikrin, an elite defenseman. I might want to stop just short of saying that, but I don't want to stop very short. He is a great Great defenseman, a legitimate top pair guy in the National Hockey League that the Sabres would likely have on their second pair because they are so top-heavy on the blue line. What's happened with Chikrin in the last few days is lots of reporting. Nick Kiprios up in Canada, Elliot Friedman, Frank Saravelli, all the big hitters on this are saying that a trade is very close to being done. And then the Coyotes did the thing that kind of Put proof to put the proof in the pudding in that, in that he was a healthy scratch against the St. Louis Blues and for trade related reasons, the Coyotes said. So a deal seems to be close. Kiprio sounded like this was going to happen with the Sabres Monday night opponent, the LA Kings, that the Kings were going to get this deal done and it was going to be centered around Brant Clark, one of their top prospects, eighth overall pick, defenseman out of, uh, from 2021 was going to be the centerpiece of this trade. So the reporting on that, and do we really, do we want the Sabres to take one last run at this? I kind of do. The problem is we're getting more and more intel now on what the price really is going to be. Because what it sounded like the Kings were about to pay before there was a snag in the deal, we'll see if they end up doing it, was Brant Clark, their eighth overall pick from 2021 and two first round picks was what was going to go back to Arizona. So 
if you want the Sabres to take one last run at Jacob Chikrin, what it's going to cost the Sabres at a minimum is Matthew Savoy, the ninth overall pick from 2022, the closest equivalent value-wise is the Sabres have to Brant Clark. Brant Clark went 8th and 21. Uh, Savoy went ninth and 22. And two first-round picks. Maybe that would be enough to top the Kings' offer because if I'm the Coyotes, no offense to the Sabres, I probably would rather have the Sabres' first-round picks than the Kings. The Kings are in a playoff spot at the moment. The Sabres are not. Again, that's not meant to be an insult. So that's the price. Would you do it? I'll put a poll up at Lockdown Sabres. Would you do Savoy and two first-round picks for Jacob Chikrin. I am very much on the fence. I go back and forth. An hour ago, if you asked me, I would have said no. Ask me right now. I might be on the yes side of things. I think Chikrin is, again, a borderline elite defenseman, but a star defenseman, uh, uh, he's a horse. He is physical. He is fast. He's got a nice shot. He is the only defenseman in the NHL that is both number one in offensive zone entries and defensive zone entries. He is the top 10 defenseman in both categories. Let me rephrase that. He's top 10 in offensive zone entries and top 10 in defensive zone exits is what I meant to say. Chikrin is a great player, and I think he would make the Sabres a playoff team right now and a Stanley Cup contender within the next two years. That's how good I think he would make them because right now, they allow the most goals in hockey, or one of them. One of the uh, teams in the league that allows the most. And Chikrin would help solidify and improve that back end, that blue line, that is very top-heavy right now. They've got three pillar defensemen to build around in Rasmus Dahlin, Owen Power, and Matias Samuelson. But after that, severe drop-off. Henry Okiharyu, at the moment, is playing top four minutes. And ideally, in an ideal world, he's playing third pair minutes. And there's nobody really developing behind Yoki Haru right now. They got a lot of forward prospects, right? They've got Savoy. They've got Yuri Kulich. They've got uh, Noah Oslin. They've got Isaac Rosine. They've got the, all those Russian uh, def, uh, forward prospects they picked in the second round. They've got lots of guys in the system for up front. And that's not to mention Quinn and Paterka who are already here. Where are the defensemen? Tell me who's going to do it. Ryan Johnson right now is probably their number one rated defense prospect, and he's going to leave in free agency. It would be stunning to me if he didn't. Who's after that? A scary Laxanen who can't even really crack big minutes in Rochester? Like, who is it? They've actually not picked – got to double-check this. I don't think they've picked a defenseman in the top five rounds uh, under Kevin Adams. They just have not put a lot of investment into that, and that's fine, right? The power, I guess, is the one that they have done that with. but. Chikrin would serve a need that is not only short-term, but is long-term. Who's going to join those other three in the top four? Chikrin would be your answer. And he could play top pair minutes. He could play power play. He could play penalty kill. He's 24 years old, so the age fits perfectly. The contract is only $4.6 million per year for the next couple of years. So, the contract works. I Again, at this very moment, I think I would trade Savoy in two first-round picks. But ask me in an hour, and I might be on the other side of that. Here's the reason why I don't think the Sabres are going to get him. The Arizona Coyotes, according to Frank Saravelli, are more than willing to eat salary on Chikrin's deal in order to get more draft capital. The Coyotes are already a team, like the Sabres have been the last two years, where... They are acquiring cap space 
just to get to the floor. So Chikrin, they'll be like, yeah, we'll take $2.3 million back from you. And then all of a sudden, they're getting more for Chikrin because they're only trading him at a $2.3 million cap hit, which suddenly a lot more teams can get in the ballgame, drive the price up, and they could tell, hey, the Bruins, the Bruins are reportedly in on Chikrin. We'll take 2.3 off your hands. Why don't you throw, why don't you upgrade this prospect to this guy? Or why don't you throw in another first round pick in, in, in favor of us taking on that salary? Tampa could be in the game now. The Kings are one of those teams where they have very little cap space. The Sabres don't really see value in that right now, right? They don't care if the Coyotes eat half the salary or not. So because they don't have a dog in that fight in terms of the salary uh, negotiations, I think it might hurt their chances. It it will cause a team like Boston, who is going for a Stanley Cup, to pay more because they're in a Stanley Cup window. The Sabres are not. They're up against the cap. The Sabres are not. So my guess is the Sabres are not seriously in this right now. But, man, I, I do kind of hope they pull it off because he is the perfect player for what they need in the age range and just the talent level that he is. So, We'll keep you updated on Jacob Chickering. By the time we talk to you next, he could be on the move because, um, again, he's not playing for the Coyotes right now because things are that close. We'll take a timeout here, and when we come back, we'll preview Sabres and Kings, a 10-30 puck drop on Monday night. And I've got uh, a this date in Sabres history for you coming up in a little bit. And my sneaky good bets all head in the Lockdown Sabres podcast. We are brought to you by Athletic greens ag1 one scoop in your water shake it up and it tastes great gives you all the vitamins and minerals that you need on a daily basis you are absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to help your day start your day right with ag1 the special blend of ingredients supports your gut health your nervous system your immune system your energy recovery focus and your aging it helps with digestion energy it is simplistic in its ingredients as well and you can you can send it to your friends and family you can do pull it off as a gift then they'll think it tastes great help them eat healthier as well do you bring ag1 when you travel because they've got travel packs for you they can take on the go that are make it super easy for you it's lifestyle friendly whether you eat keto paleo vegan daily for or dairy free or gluten-free it works for everybody it contains less than one gram of sugar no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. It supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. I've got it in my water bottle right here. Here, AG1, live in action. Right there. Delicious. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. Right now, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and also five free travel packs five free travel packs for when you need them on the go. All you need to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Sneaky Joe DiBiase back here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. Okay, we got a matchup on Monday night, 1030, Sabres after dark at the LA Kings. The Sabres are 4-1 against the Pacific Division this year. So they have had a lot of success when it comes to Sabres after dark. Unstoppable at times. 
There's a former Sabres and Kings game on this date, February 13th. This date in Sabres history, February 13th, 2004. The Sabres beat this very LA Kings team 8-3 to in a scoring-filled affair. I saw some clips on YouTube earlier of this game. Max Finneganoff scored two goals in this game. Uh, Danny Briere, Elash Kotalik both had three points of their own. Marty Baron got the win. This is the Sabres right before the lockout, maybe just starting to turn a corner a little bit. Um, I don't remember watching the game live, but watching those highlights back really brought back memories on Monday morning. So in this game tonight, it's going to be Craig Anderson for the Sabres in net, most likely, versus Phoenix Copley of the Kings. They're backup netminder. So the Sabres get a backup goaltender in this game. Jonathan Quick's not very good, so it's not that much better. In fact, I think actually, um, if I have this right, yeah, Copley's been better this year, actually by a wide margin. So although Copley's only played 21 games and Quick's played 27, Quick is at an 881 save percentage and a 37% quality start percentage, while Copley is at uh, a 901 save percentage and a 52% quality start percentage. So even though he's technically the backup, uh, they are playing the better netminder in this game. Same lines as always for the Sabres, so no news there. The Kings in this game, you got to watch out for that top line of Anze Kopitar, Adrian Kempe, and Quinton Byfield. They've kind of moved Byfield to the wing. Uh, remember in the uh, in the Eichel trade rumors, we talk about him a lot as a potential top six center at some point, but he is playing on the wing. And blue line, I I really have never liked their blue line in the last couple of years. Drew Doughty, a little bit better this year. Still not the same player that he used to be. I actually like the Sean Dursey of theirs. Uh, you might not know him. He's not a big name. He's got 26 points in 51 games this season. He's playing exactly 20 minutes a night. Um, He's on pace for almost 50 points. He can move. He can skate a lot. So keep an eye out on uh, number 50, Sean Dursey on the uh, Kings blue line. He, again, really fast player. Um, I think he was a second-round pick. Yeah, second-round pick of the Kings a couple of years ago. So keep an eye on him. He's a player I like. Um, anything else? The Kings, in their most recent action, they beat the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, a win for them in their first game back uh, after the break, they crushed him uh, six to nothing. Uh, Adrian Kempe scored four goals in that game. Uh, a natural hat trick. In fact, he scored the final four goals of the game for the LA Kings to bring his total to 26 on the season. So dynamite player. The Kings have there. When we come back, my sneaky good bets of the night that's ahead here on the lockdown Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase. And when we do those sneaky good bets, we're going to go over to FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel Sportsbook, great NHL odds. Check them out for tonight's game against Buffalo in LA, which again, we'll go through in just a little bit. It's also the midway point of the NBA season. Uh, so download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. It's the perfect time. New customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That is bonus bets back your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained uh, for the NBA or an anytime goal score bet for the NHL. Plus, FanDuel, even less you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. 
Welcome back, Jody Biasi here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Okay, let's do my sneaky good bets uh, for Sabres versus Kings. Sabres after dark. A 10.30 puck drop. All right, Southern California. Let's see what Sabres got. All right, let's head over to FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, look at some of the odds for tonight's game. We start with my first sneaky good bet of the night. The under. I'm right back on the under out of the uh, the bye week for the Sabres. Uh, under six and a half goals for this one. Uh, and we can get those odds at plus 104 as opposed to the over, which is right now uh, juiced up to minus 128. So under six and a half goals in this game between the Sabres and Kings is my first bet of the night. A lot of that for me is because a lot of the money is on the over. 93%, in fact. And because I like to fade the public, I like to side with the books on this one and side with FanDuel, I'm going with the under at six and a half goals. I'm going Sabres on the money line at plus 115 uh, in this game. I think the Sabres, who have played very well out West, they just they they know what to do in these games. These They know what to do when they're traveling. They're a young team, so they have the fresh legs to go out West like that. Uh, and they clearly bond when they're out there. They play f- they play loose. They play free. Uh, and I think the Sabres are going to have a good time uh, beating the Kings in this game. Uh, Tage Thompson back healthy. I know they got rolled on uh, Saturday's game against Calgary. By the way, oh, I just I ruined it. I was trying to do a thing. I was going to announce it right at the end of the show. I was going to try to make it through the whole show without even referencing Saturday's game and make it a burn the tape game. But right there, I did it. Um, so I almost I made it. I almost made it through the whole thing. Sabres got rolled. We don't we don't even want to talk about it. Third sneaky good bet of the night. I'm going with a long shot bet. I don't do this very often, but you know what? I got some winnings from the Super Bowl. Anyone else got some winnings from the Super Bowl? Maybe you want to catch up from the Super Bowl. How about a long shot bet for you on this game? I'm going to go Tyson Jost at plus 4,200 first-time goal scorer. So that would be 100 to win 4,200 for Tyson Jost. Now, Tyson Jost, not the most offensive player in the world, but... I like his creativity. He's a good stick handler. He is he's got a nice shot. He's got a good wherewithal to where where to be in the offensive zone. And that line continues to create at five on five. He's only got four goals in 33 games, but he's getting uh some decent ice time. He's playing, you know, 13 to 15 minutes a night. So I'm gonna go Tyson Jost and hope to get a little bit lucky in this game for him as an anytime goal scorer. Because I I feel like that middle stat line is gonna score in this game. And I'm going to bet on uh, Joe Steven. Maybe, maybe his goals have a leg. Maybe he deflects it in. Or maybe he gets a great pass from Casey Middlestat. Rebound from Victor Olsen. I don't know. I think Joe is going to find the back of the net. And I'm doing it as the first goal scorer because I want to I want to pump those odds up to plus 4,200. All right. My three sneaky good bets of the night. Under six and a half goals for Sabres and Kings. Sabres on the money line at plus 125. And Tyson Jost is a first-time goal scorer at plus 4,200. All right, uh, before we roll out of here on today's show, one more thing I want to toss your way uh, for Monday night. If you're looking for a game to scoreboard watch for the Sabres, they have not been getting a lot of help in the last couple of days. They are now a few points behind everybody. Uh, they, uh, the Florida Panthers are in action at 8 o'clock if you're looking for something to watch beforehand. Uh, Florida at Minnesota, 8 o'clock puck drop. Uh, in fact, I can tell you the odds for that game. I'd imagine Florida is an underdog, and they they don't have odds up on it. Interesting. 
Maybe we don't know who the goaltender is, but FanDuel is not. We must not know who the goalies are yet uh, because, oh, no, there it is. Uh, Florida minus 125, so pretty close to down the middle. Go Minnesota in that game as the Sabres are a few points behind Florida despite having four games in hand. So enjoy Sabres and Kings. Sabres after dark. We'll talk to you tomorrow and recap it here on the Locked on Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase.